Hi, and welcome to the Sit Down with Suzanne podcast. I am your host, Suzanne. This podcast was created with you in mind. Each episode is crafted with the goal of empowering you to be the best version of you. The intent is for you to realize that your only competition is yourself and no one else has the power to determine your self-worth. So join me on this journey. So today's episode, I'm actually going to be talking about something that I have been curious to discuss for a while. It is something that I've asked a lot of questions about. It's something that I've come across a lot recently, and it really is about how to leave a toxic work environment. You know, I've been very active lately on a couple of different sites and just looking at the comments and conversation that's been happening and just how people are just fed up. So I'm going to title this episode, When to Leave a Toxic Environment. I mean, believe me, the the time to leave is immediately, but I understand that everybody has different circumstances and things like that. So Unfortunately, it is an unfamiliar, it's a familiar tale, I should say. You know, people do stay in toxic environment for a variety of reasons. And, you know, a couple of the reasons why they stay um, in a toxic environment, you know, I try to give you guys threes. So I would say number three, they're afraid of making changes. You know, a lot of people are afraid of changes, they'll rather stick with. And this is something that I've heard people say, I'd rather stick with the devil that I know. First of all, you don't need to be sticking with no devils, okay? Um, or they'll stick with the evil they know, again, you don't need no evil, but, you know, folks are afraid of changes and sometimes it's justified, but they're afraid of change and they don't know what's out there. So they rather stay with something that's sure versus unsure. They're saying, you know, well, at least I know this person, I know they're capable of and, you know, all of that. And I just have to deal with it while I'm at work. But think about it. You are at work 45 to 50 hours a week, sometimes more. So sticking around is not good for you mentally, physically, emotionally, emotionally, spiritually, Spiritually, so they're afraid of making a change and they stick it out. They, you know, they really do stick it out. Um, and number two is they're afraid of seeing disloyal. Okay. If a place is not treating you right, you deciding to leave um, does not make you disloyal. Even if they are treating you right, you deciding to leave a company does not make you seem disloyal. You know, you have to do what's best for you, what's best for your family, what's best for your mental health. And, you know, if a better opportunity comes along for you or an opportunity to do something that you love, you have to pursue it. You cannot think that you're going to seem disloyal. And companies should wish you the best when you decide that you are going to branch out and pursue other options and not make you feel as if you have betrayed them. Um, But I have found, based on all these conversations, the number one reasons why people stay in toxic environment, it's because money. And money is important. You know, it's it, people, the, the people say that money is not that important, but it is. It shouldn't be the only motivating factor for you to stay in a job, but it is a motivating factor because without money, you can't pay your bills. You're not paying your bills. You end up homeless, just all sorts of things. So, um, you know, money is important and people staying because they're getting money. And even though sometimes they know that they're underpaid, they're afraid to branch out because they're like, well, at least I'm sure of what I'm getting. And even though they're barely scraping by, they'll stick with that money instead of branching out and trying something that can give them more money. 
you know, over the past couple of weeks, as I mentioned, I've been very active on a couple of sites. I've been active on LinkedIn and I've chatted with several people. And I mean, the economy has changed. COVID happened in a big way. The pandemic is still ongoing. People are still suffering from COVID. And I know folks are posting like ever since the war in Ukraine, we're not hearing about COVID anymore, but COVID is still happening. It's just not as of focus on the news as it was before, but it is still happening. The, you know, the news does dictate a lot of how people feel about things. And based on the station that you're watching, it's skewered that way, right? So, but COVID is still happening. And, but one of the things that COVID did was show us that a lot of things could have been eliminated. You know, all those meetings um, could have been eliminated and many roles could be done remotely. Okay. Yeah. That's what COVID did. Right. So not saying that there are good things to COVID, but that's where some of the things that it did. There've also been a lot of talk about the great resignation. Every article I read is about the great resignation podcasts and news broadcasts and shows. And everybody's talking about the great resignations. Articles have been written about it. Folks are talking about it left and right. The great resignation, the great resignation, almost as if it's the great depression, but listen, there are many factors that leads into this great resignation, um, you know, but one of the major one that I've seen and one that it's, I want to talk about is that folks are no longer willing to stick around in a toxic work environment. People are recognizing their worth. They're seeking out roles that align with their values. They're seeking out roles that allows them to have a meaningful life. And if companies, honestly, if y'all want to get ahead, you need to figure out a way how to boost morale and improve and increase engagement. It would behoove you to examine why employees are leaving in droves. And, you know, a pizza party on a Friday ain't cutting it. Figure out what's happening. Talk to your people. Do your people feel valued? You know, that is an underlying factor. It is not just about money. And I know I mentioned earlier that money is one of the reasons why people stick in toxic environment, but the ones that choose to leave, money is not the only factor that they're thinking about. Yeah, sometimes somebody will leave for a dollar more, but Oftentimes, it's not what it's about. If you're secure, if you're establishing, you're making a good salary, um, five, ten thousand dollars, sometimes even twenty thousand dollars, not that big of an impact, um, you know, where you are. So folks will stay if they're happy, if their values are they feel like their values aligned with their organizational values and, you know, things like that. if their mental health is not threatened. You know, right now, some companies are being very tone deaf and they're requiring that all employees come back to the office. And, you know, they truly have to figure out their business. I mean, they have to run a business, but are all roles truly essential to be in the office? Could some roles be remote? Could some roles remain remote? And could some roles be hybrid? And when you talk about hybrid, have you defined what the hybrid looks like? Because sometimes it's so chaotic, you might as well be back in the office. So companies, you know, really have to look into that. One of the groups that I've identified with, one of the groups that I have had a lot of conversation with, I mean, y'all know I'm going to say it, it's the Black professional woman. I am a Black professional woman, and I've had increasing conversation with my peers, um, you know, just why there's been an increasing amount of resignation amongst Black professional women. And here it is, folks. For years, we have had to work harder than everyone else, only to be overlooked for advancement and compensation. Believe me, 
Leaving a job for a Black woman is not an easy feat, okay? Especially when they've worked very hard and they've advanced, even though they haven't advanced where they should have advanced, they've advanced. You know, they have to deal with so much and they have to deal with mentally if they're making the right decision or should they just be patient? Will things turn around, you know, for them? And then there's that added pressure of what I like to call generational trauma because, you don't leave a good job. Black folks, you know, grandparents, parents, things like that, they will sing it. Baby, you don't leave a good job. You got that good government job. You got that good corporate job. You got that good job. You don't leave a good job. They will advise you to simply deal with it and pray that God will move the heart off your boss. Okay. And this is something that is so ingrained and entrenched in the Black community that sometimes we don't realize how harmful it is to not truly listen to what somebody is going through and to acknowledge it and address it. I am a woman of faith and I truly believe that prayer works and that we should pray for others. You know, the scripture that um, is quoted often, you know, they'll say, oh, pray for those who despitefully use you in the proper context. It's, you know, Matthew 5, 44, right? But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, pray for them which despitefully use you or persecute you. And this is a scripture that is thrown around, that is used a lot in the Black community to encourage us to sometimes put up with abuse. And we should pray for our enemies, but we also have to take care of ourselves. So trust me, I understand what it is like to come from a Black family. You know, I understand the other thing that goes along with it when you make a decision to leave a quote unquote, um, air quotes, good job, you know, because you'll most often have that scripture in your ear, um, your ear. And as I mentioned, no matter what the expense, at what cost, you don't leave a good job. But let me tell you something, first of all, Black professional women are tired. We're tired of microaggressions. We're tired of being, we are tired of being the go-to person for all things black. We're tired of doing more and getting less, tired of having to swallow our feelings so everyone else can feel comfortable, tired of dimming our lights, tired of having to explain ourselves over and over again, tired of not being able to say this is messing with my mental health. Quite simply. They're tired of trying to hold it all together to seem that they're put together because they're not allowed to fall apart. They're not allowed to cry. They're not allowed to show weakness. They have to be happy. They have to be humble. They have to be um, smiling. They have to be outgoing and engaging. I mean, my goodness, there's so many things that you have to be just to not be considered a threat, just to be considered, you know, okay to be in an environment as your peer. They have to hold it all together and remain in toxic environment. But what I love is that Black professional women are realizing that they don't have to stay in toxic environment where they're not valued because it is not healthy. It is messing with our mental health. 
And what I am gratified by, it's the increasing amount of Black women that I have seen that are so vocal about prioritizing their mental health, the ones that are shining a light to show that there is nothing to be ashamed of because there is a stigma, even though it's gotten better over the years, there is a stigma attached to being um to seek in therapy. So I salute you, Queens, for not only going and taking care of your health, but shining a spotlight on it to let others know that it is okay. We're not there yet, but every single step is a step towards where we want to go, right? So I salute you. This is not something that is, you know, singular for Black women. There are a lot of different um, type of folks that have this, that are dealing with this, that are dealing with the great resignation, that are dealing with toxic environment. You know, my experience is different. I could speak to my experience for my peers that, you know, I've been chatting with for folks that I counsel. um, So I can speak to that. But there are a lot of folks that are struggling right now dealing with a toxic environment. Now, if you are struggling, I hope that you are taking steps to preserve your mental health. Absolutely no one else knows what you're going through. And even when you tell somebody what you're going through, until that person is living it, they could empathize, they could sympathize, but they won't know what you're going through. So only you know what you're going through. Only you know what you're putting up with. No one else can make that decision for you. So you have to determine what is right for you. I'm going to encourage you. Don't be afraid of making changes. Don't be afraid of trying new things. Don't be afraid of standing up for yourself, for advocating for yourself, for advocating for others. Don't be afraid to talk to who you need to talk to. At least, you know, if you're in a job and the environment is toxic, and it might not be the whole company, but it might be the your immediate supervisor, have conversations, do what you have to do um, to see if you can, this situation can be changed. Because sometimes the company, unfortunately, you know, woe on them or shame on them for not recognizing it and seeing it. But sometimes they don't have conversation. There's such a disconnect sometimes from the higher ups to sometimes your level that they don't realize. They think that, you know, the values are pounded in and lived out every day by everybody in the corporation. And that is absolutely not true. So do what you have to do. Talk to who you have to talk to. Leave every job. And this is something that I've always believed. Leave every job if you have to leave it professionally. Um, Because at the end of the day, it's not about them. It is about you, how you want to be. And, you know, while, and I, I did a post the other day, while we all think about having that, you know, moment, right? But let's not. Be professional. I know, I know, I know. I'll let it go. Don't be afraid of updating your resume. Don't be afraid of chatting with folks. Don't be afraid of going after that job that you think that you're not ready for because you never know. Don't be afraid to talk to the higher ups of a conversation about advancement. Do what you have to do to take care of you. Life is too short to stay in a toxic environment. And trust me, you are worth fighting for. Your mental health 
is worth fighting for. Don't stay in a toxic environment. All right. So I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope it resonated with you. And if you can, you know, think of somebody that this episode will help, please go ahead and share. So a couple of call to actions for you. I am going to ask you whatever medium you get your podcast in. I'm on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, um, tune in. I mean, there's a plethora of places, um, directories that I'm listed in the sit down with Suzanne podcast. Please go ahead, subscribe, please go ahead, like, please go ahead, go and write a review. If you want to reach out to me, reach out to me. It's Suzanne at PositivelySuzanne.com. I absolutely love to hear from you guys. Um, go ahead and share the episode. Um, you know, do what you got to do. We got to big this up. All right. As I'm telling Jamaica, let's big it up, big it up, big it up. All right. So let's get this out there. Um, also there's a link at the bottom of the podcast, buy me a coffee, go ahead and buy me a coffee. I'm working on a couple of different things. So I'll be doing a promo at the end, um, of this month. I, and I said that there was going to be a new episode every week this month. So I'm going to be doing a series for the month of May. So I'm very excited about that. So go ahead and do all those call to actions that I call, you know, I called out for you guys, but I really love hearing from you guys. So I will do another reminder to send me an email at Suzanne at positively Suzanne.com. If there's any topic you'd like to see me tackle, if you would like to, you know, any questions you'd like to see me answer. And as always, I know that your time is valuable. I know that there's so many different podcasts you can be listening to, but I am so humbled that you took the time to listen to mine. And as always, I thank you for listening. I thank you for joining. I thank you for doing all the call to actions I ask you to do. And until next time, this is Suzanne signing off.